Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fignuts Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 12. That is 251 episodes. I know I've listened to all of them. I'm Craig. And my name is Britt. And Craig, tonight for the first time ever... <laughs> well, not the first time ever I feel like crap. I am exhausted. It's been a crazy week at work. I'm getting ready for my trip. But for the first time in this podcast history, 250 episodes... Tonight is your show. You're in charge, and I'm just wow. going to kind of sit over here in the corner and just nap for a bit. So with that in mind, take it away, Craig. <laughs> uh, great. So with that, I will start what we, uh, blah, where we always start. See, I blew it already. Choked. And that's why I that's usually why. lead. <laughs> I'll start with what you're, what you're drinking, and I'm going to assume... I'm going to assume because of your bad week and you getting ready for a vacation, you are not drinking alcohol that would be correct i i am going on a cruise that is i have Filled the with beverage package <laughs> yes and i have the beverage package and i've already looked to see exactly what's covered in the beverage package now is scotch so, and whiskey covered in the beverage package so it, it's a norwegian cruise and what they do is you don't have to buy any package at all and you come on and you just pay for your drinks then there's the so soda package now if you know me you know, I could drink easily two to four liters of diet soda a day. I am a caffeine yes. junkie, and I prefer it to coffee. So the very first time I took a cruise, I did the soda package because for like $12 a day, that's I could drink way more soda than that easily. Then this the second cruise we took in 2019, they threw in the basic drink package. Mm -hmm. And they said anything that's $12 a glass or bottle or cheaper is on us and i said okay and i started reading the menu things like johnny walker black Ooh. is exactly 12 dollars a glass Ooh. things like jameson 12 dollars a glass old fashions made with woodford reserve Ooh. 12 dollars a glass so i was like all right so this time they're throwing at us again but i get a notice that i should check all my pricing this is a couple weeks ago because prices have gone up due to standard inflation. And mm. I look, and almost all the drinks that were $12 are now $15. Mm. So then I go to the contract. So I'm saying, all right, so I have to pay the difference. I'm going to pay $3 a drink. That's, no, no. that's good. That's good. No, the contract mm. now specifies that the drink price cap has been raised to 15 So prices don't apply to people like me, <laughs> us upper-class passengers, <laughs> <laughs> that walk around with monocles and top hats. <laughs> so, yes, the beer selection is brutally bad. It's all mainstream and imported shit. You like Stella Artois? Good, because it's going to be poured down your throat. <laughs> you like Modelo? Great, because that's all they pretty much have. They have, like, one IPA. It's I think, what was the... Oh, they have two. They have Goose Island IPA, which is average at best. And then they have Lagunitas, <clears throat> which is decent. Wow. But not every bar carries Lagunitas, but every bar does have Johnny Walker Black. Oh. So I am preparing my liver. I've been e doing extra vitamins. I've been <laughs> hydrating up the wazoo. Maybe Good. that's why I feel so crappy is because I've just been like, yeah, my your body's, body's like, like what, what is, the hell is happening? <laughs> what, what is this? What is this purification bullshit? <laughs> well, you can make up Where, for it next week. Where's the rosemary? So, yes, we are preparing for a, a good trip and a trip where there will probably be frequent, frequent drinking. And you are you're paying for the coffee, right? 
you're not going to drink the free coffee. So here's what happens. So Craig, it's Craig, the I, very first time I took my cruise, I, I, and I, I don't mean to distract us too much. No, don't worry. Yeah. There's a ton for us to talk about tonight. Um, Craig said to me, you're going on a boat. And I was like, yeah. And he said, there's two things you got to do when you get on the boat. Number one, don't ever drink the free coffee at the buffet or any of the dining rooms. He goes, you want coffee? You go to the fancy coffee stand and you pay for it. I said, okay. I said, the second thing is, <laughs> If before you do anything else in the boat, you send me a picture of the ice cream machine so you so I know that you've located <laughs> it. He goes, there is a soft serve ice cream machine that's open to the general public somewhere on that boat. You need to find it. You need to be aware of where it is. Okay. So I did that. And on the first day, I bought coffee. It was like $4 for like a regular cup of coffee at the coffee bar. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. So the second day, I was like, you know what? I maybe Craig's got a sensitive palate. He's 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 got more taste than I do. I'm just gonna try the coffee from the, from the buffet. <laughs> what happened next is still kind of a blur. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was kind of like when Frodo puts on the one one ring. Mm-hmm. Everything around me became shadowy, and I could hear whispers I couldn't see before, <laughs> and I felt like something was watching me from across the distance. <laughs> And that, I didn't even finish the cup. I only had like one gulp of, of this this coffee, and I'm hearing Sauron whisper to me. And I was like, okay, never again. I dumped out the rest of the coffee, and, and from there on, that was and that was two cruises ago. And I've I pay for coffee ever since. Now this boat's extra fancy. Not only does it have a coffee bar, but it's a Starbucks. Oh, excuse so me. So I'm sure I'm paying like seven. But there's liquor also at the at the Starbucks. Probably not this one. Oh, sad. not this one. Sad. So yeah, there's a bar across the hall from it though. So it's not going to be hard for me to get my Starbucks, take two sips of it, walk across, get a shot of whiskey, and just pour it in. <laughs> oh, all right. Fine. That, that so, works. But enough about my cruise. Yes, I am drinking diet soda tonight. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, so tonight over the weekend, actually not last week. Over, it was actually last Friday. And my whole, my, my concept of time is still screwed up. Mm-hmm. It may have been Tuesday. I don't know. Anyway, my brother and my one of my nephews went to Reverie in oh. Newtown. Mm, good stuff. And I was like, if they have their basic pumpkin, that's what their pumpkin ale is called. Mm-hmm. I was like, bring me back like two four packs or whatever they have, and I'll pay you for it. And my nephew is like, uh, they don't they don't have it in cans, so I'll I'll get you a growler. Mm. So I have Reverie basic pumpkin pumpkin ale. Uh, from a growler, so I opened it yesterday. Nice. So I have to. F- I'm finishing it today. Uh, nice. It's very good, and you know what? I mean, the rum isn't there because that's not what they do. But right, they don't age it like this. Like Rhodes does. This year, compared to Rosemary's, I kind of like this better. Really? Yeah. This is wow. to me. To me, this pumpkin beer in my hand right now mm-hmm. is more. More in line what I had in my brain, Rosemary's used to taste like. Fair enough. But that's me. Fair enough. I checked today. They still have not <clears throat> released Other Baby or Stepchild. Really? Yeah, it's the first full week of October, and they haven't released I, the variants yet. I wonder if they're waiting. They're doing that pumpkin weekend festival thing. So I wonder if they're going to. Yeah, wait they for are. That. that might be it. But anyway. Anyway, well, that's good. Enjoy that. I am. Thank you. Uh, anyway, moving right along, I think we're going to jump into some burning hot takes. Um, would you like to give or receive, sir? I had one, and now I don't remember what it was. Oh, I do now. Wait, there. Okay. It's <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you, folks. I am just. I am. 
out of it. Uh, okay, so London games. Yeah. We had the first one last week. For reasons I can't understand, they scheduled another one this week. Sunday morning, I roll over in bed, and I'm like, my wife is going to be asleep for like another hour or two. I'm going to put on the game. It was 9.30 our time. We slept in this particular Sunday. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I rolled out of bed, and I started making breakfast, and while breakfast was cooking, I decided I was going to put it on. So I go, and I put on, and I figure it was... I, who, who played in London this week? It was the Vikings and... The Saints. The Saints. The Saints. NFC team. So I go to Fox. It's not on. There's an infomercial for my pillow or some bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so it must be on NFL Network. I go to NFL Network, and they're talking about the London game, and it's like 10-15, so it's like the game should be... We're halfway through the first quarter, yeah, and it's not on. So now I pick up my phone, and I search, how do I watch the NFL game, this NFL game in London? And there's a button, and it says TV and streaming. So I click it, and it tells me I need to have NFL Plus. Hmm. My question for you... Mm-hmm. Shouldn't the league be offering a better way to watch the game other than a little-known subscription service, which, by the way, would only work if I'm in that local market? Yes. Uh, you know, streaming streaming's in general has been around for a while, and I think with movies and shows, it's come a long way. But with mm-hmm. sports in general, it, streaming is an absolute horrific mess monkey nightmare it it truly is and it like only thing that leagues and this is just this isn't just the nfl but since it's you know football season uh all they see streaming as is like a revenue source it's free money so it's free money so they're like hey we're gonna charge brit five bucks if he wants to watch this game yeah and it's like you're you're i don't it's like it's not even really done. It's not done well. This is why, like, this is gonna go way back. So, this is why things like, say, the the iTunes Store worked when it came mm-hmm. out because before it came out, people would just pirate music because it was easier because it was so difficult to try to get you know digital music back then. And now the yeah. same thing happens. There's all these sites you can go to. I'm not gonna say any of them on the air, but there's all these sites and things you can do to watch. Sport games, any game, racing, whatever the hell you want to watch, fighting, because all you do is go to this link and you watch it and it's there. Yep. Not You don't have to jump through hoops. You don't have to have 15 different subscription services and hope one of them works. Mm-hmm. And even like with the NFL app, like I signed up for that just to just to try it. Um, the free the free uh, week trial. Yeah. And it it worked. But then the cool thing about, you know, the iPhone or iPads is that it can do picture in picture mm-hmm. and is which is very convenient. So I do that and every time I put it in picture in picture, the stream stops. Yep. Completely just stops. And it's yep. terribly annoying, which makes me, you know, consider using said sites that people shouldn't use. <laughs> But yeah, it's oh, it's a mess. Along those lines, like tonight is we're recording on a Thursday because I wasn't well last night. Um, and tonight, so Prime Video, Amazon Prime has the um, has the Thursday night game tonight. The uh, Colts at Broncos, and they're streaming it on Twitch. I have it on my screen right now because the pregame is already starting, right? Mm-hmm. But if I dare open my streaming software and tell it just capture this screen instantly, it broadcast the black screen 
Oh, and yep, yep. Twitch, just conveniently enough, a week before the Thursday night game started on Amazon Prime two weeks ago, because I think it started in week two, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe three weeks ago. They did away with the hosting feature. It used to be I could go host Prime Video, and my channel would show Prime Video to anybody who tuned into my channel and say, you're watching Brit's preview of, of, of Prime Video. They did away with the hosting feature. So conveniently uh. enough, the only way to watch this game on Twitch now is to go directly to their Twitch channel. Mm. And I'm just like, that. It, it, it feels like, it just feels like they're trying to like, it's... like pigeonhole us for lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, the only sports I haven't really, I haven't tried the NHL one um, streaming option yet, but mm-hmm. at the very least, at least MLB baseball, their app for streaming works incredibly well. It's, it's very streamlined. I have hardly ever any issues with it and it just works. And I don't, for the life of me, I do not understand why the NFL who has billions of billions of tax-free dollars has Mm. such crappy apps and like just crap streaming services. I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, I realize it's all it's all owned by owners who are like you know eighty seven and up. Maybe that's part mm-hmm. of it, but I yeah, I don't I don't know. All right, so what do you got for me? Uh, so for me, uh, because you know I figured this this topic's kind of you know it's a little bit in your in your in your wheelhouse. Um, I just I just want to know your thoughts on the whole Tua situation, and like, did the NFL screw up? Do you think the Dolphins screwed up? Does Tua have? Do you think Tua has any blame for this? Of, of saying like, "Yeah, I'm okay. I can play." Because that oh, injury, wow. okay. that second, you know, no one really thought he should have been playing three, four days after he most likely had a concussion. Even though they said it was a back injury, and then mm-hmm. he got hit again, or he fell awkwardly to the ground. Which I watched. You know, even I'm a Bengals fan. I watched that play many times, and that was definitely not intentional. Really, he just—it's just how he fell, and they were playing on AstroTurf, so yeah. Um, but yeah, he just shouldn't. I just really don't think he should have been playing at all. So, just so you know, your your favorite quarterback of all time, Fitzmagic—they're playing a game right now in the pre in the pregame called <laughs> Yay or Nay. Yeah. And because they're in Denver, they're doing Nay like a horse would Nay. Yeah. And they just asked him, "Are the Eagles the best team in the NFL?" Yeah. And. Fitzmagic not only just went nay, but he shook his head back and forth and made a horse out, and Richard Sherman almost <laughs> fell out of his chair laughing. Richard, so, just, well, Richard Sherman loves being next to him because he cracks up constantly. <laughs> they, they have him They have him separated now. Richard Sherman's all the way over on the right, and Fitz is in the uh, middle. They were next to each think, other last week. <laughs> I think that's why. I don't, I don't think they could be trusted to sit next to each oh, other. Oh, they're like the two bad kids in class. <laughs> that's it. That's exactly it. Okay, so to answer your question, the independent neuro, neurolog, neurologist from my understanding, have to be agreed upon by both the NFL and the NFLPA, but it's the NFLPA's responsibility to vet them. So the responsibility... So listen, they're never going to admit to us that he was concussed the first time. It's never going to be admitted. Um, But I I feel strongly, based on what I saw and what we saw out of him and how easily he went down the second time that this was a compound concussion situation. So, and the NFLPA fired that neurologist 
like the day this after the the day of the second injury, they fired the first neurologist. Mm-hmm. So that says to me there is no question in my mind that um that that he suffered back to back concussions. Is it the NFL's fault? Not in this particular case. The NFLPA put a bad guy on the field. He made a mistake. Doctors are not infallible, but there's a lot on the line. I also feel like these independent neurologists feel the pressure of there's a lot of there's a lot at stake when they say a guy is out and players themselves have been critical of the process saying I've been kept out when I shouldn't have to have been. So I think there's a lot of that. Mm. Tua understands the nature of the NFL. Tua understands that you're a starter today and tomorrow you're Drew Bledsoe. So mm. I think that any I think players want to be on the field. Right. And I think players want to play. And players understand, I think players are taught from a young age the right things to say. Like when when he was laying down on the ground after his second injury, one of the coaches said he seemed so alert he was asking how the play turned out. I think that's something they learn. That's an automatic response. They practice that so much in their own heads. If I can show them that I'm, I'm, I'm present, you know, like we remember the old Snickers commercial, who, am, who are you, who are you? And then they get finally, and who are you? I'm Batman. Yep. Until that moment, you think the guy's fine. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, Jesus. They practice this. They understand the implications of it. So no, I don't, Tua's going to say what Tua has to say to stay on the field because he thinks that's what he has to do. The NFL is going to sit here and point at the NFLPA and go, we didn't hire that guy. You can't blame us for this one. The other 700, sure, but you can't blame us for this one. And the NFLPA is just going to sit there and go, you know, there's a bad apple in every group and we fired that asshole. The bottom line is there's still concussions are still an issue in football. And I think, I, I just, I think, I think at this point, once you enter, I think the new rule, the new, the rule has to go and we have to change it is that, the moment you enter protocol, you are done for the day. There is right. no co- protocol equals out. Well, what if he doesn't have a concussion? That's nice. He doesn't have a concussion. He's still out. We're not going to. Sometimes concussive sy- symptoms do not show up right away. Sometimes they can take 24 hours. You, If a guy gets put into the protocol by the neurologist, he's done for the day. End of story. And that's how you just you handle it from there. And that way you don't have to worry about this. And, and Tua should never have been on the field. He shouldn't have been on the field. Yeah, no, I agree. And then listening to, uh, actually listening to Fitzmagic last week, I did not realize this. The NFL is supposed to have spotters somewhere up in the stands or watching a camera or something to watch people that may have been concussed to see how they're like walking and moving around. Yep. Oh my God. He said that there was actually one time he, I forgot which team he was on at the time, he got hit and he got up and, you know, they went back to the sideline or whatever. And he was going to go back in. And he said some one of the spotters was watching him and they he they called down to the sideline and be like, hey, don't let him back into the game because he mm-hmm. doesn't look right. There should be a neurologist on the sideline. There should be a neurologist in the booth. The neurologist in the booth has a pair of sunglasses or, or, or binoculars and he scans the field. They know what to look for. This is their thing. And pulling that that neurologist has the ability to call down and pull anybody off the field at any time. And then the guy on the field makes a determination as to whether or not there's even a chance, Mm. not if he has a concussion or not, is there a chance this individual is concussed? And if the answer is yes, he's done for the day. That is the only way to approach this. If you really want to sit there and say, this is for the good of the game and the NFLPA based on everything they've ever said should love this. 
Mm -hmm. The NFL doesn't protect our players. We need to protect our players. That is bullshit. The NFL doesn't care about the players. I'm not acknowledging, I'm not arguing that. But the NFLPA doesn't care about the players either. The NFLPA cares about, does not care about the guy who's been on the field for 10 years because he's got two or three years left. They're worried about the guy who just signed and he's going to be a member for the next 10 years. They are a forward-looking organization in terms of their membership. They do not care. And if you want an example of that, look at all the problems that former players have had getting benefits. Look yeah. at the Julian Edelman situation. Those guys, the NFL and the PA, don't care about the players on their way out. They worry about the ones on the way up. And so yep. they need to take... So the NFLPA, for all it's said, should love a change like that. Oh, yeah, we want our guys sidelined. Absolutely. We, their health is important. But they won't. I guarantee you they won't back a change like that. They'll never push for a change like that. It's infuriating, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It's infuriating. It definitely is, and I, I don't know what it's going to take for the NFL to change, and hopefully not is not something drastic, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, so now, uh, moving right along, I think next will be the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, God, I haven't prepared this at all. This is going to oh. be off the top of my head. <laughs> But it's your show, so go for All it. All right, so the good for me, and I have to say I'm shocked because I watched the Jets for a long time, and there was a point in time in football that I didn't know Geno Smith was still playing. The yeah. good for me <laughs> this week is Geno Smith because right now he has a league-high 77.3% of his throws for completions at 7.9 yards per attempt with six touchdowns. And he has a passer rating of 108 that is insane for the guy who got into a fight in the Jets locker room over, I think it was $500 and had his jaw broken. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's mine. The good for, the good <laughs> for me, were, believe it or not, and this is going to be an odd one, too. I'm going to stay in New York. Is the New York Giants. I've never seen a team lose both its quarterbacks <laughs> in, back to, in rapid succession, have to throw the first quarterback back in because they didn't have an emergency quarterback and say to Saquon Barkley, you're going to be taking the snaps and still manage to, and they outscored the bears <laughs> from that point on. They outscored the bears six to three. The poor bears. The oh, poor. The bears are so bad. Bears. How, how, how did they even, how did they even win? You, I, you mean in general? Or? In, well, they're two and two. <laughs> That's true. How, how did they? How did they win? How did they win two games? I don't understand. Um, missed field goals. Okay, I, maybe. Okay, so I that's think. it. That's my good. It's just <laughs> I think I saw that and I went, "Oh God, the Giants are screwed!" And they still managed. To, I, I had to watch that entire game. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that was something. Uh, so the bad for me is, it's the Panthers in general. The Panthers, I had high hopes for the Panthers, and they had Baker. I'm like, well, maybe he's maybe he is better than, you know, he got Cleveland in the playoffs, but maybe all that other drama was just because it was Cleveland. You know, he goes to a new team. He has one of the best running backs in the league when he's not hurt. He has decent receivers, and the, the Panthers are bad. Like, I don't know how... Um, Mr. Coach uh, Rule, I don't know. I think he's going to get fired before the season ends if this keeps up. So I don't, yeah. I don't know what the hell's happening <laughs> with them. Yeah. For me, the bad was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know this is two weeks in a row. I focused on the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs opponent or a Chiefs player, 
But uh, for me, the bad was the the Bucks. Listen, t- Tampa. Tom Brady was thirty nine for fifty two for three hundred eighty five yards and three touchdowns. But here's what you got to remember: take out he threw he threw eight passes to Mike Evans for hundred and three yards and two touchdowns. Take Mike Evans stats off the field, and Brady threw for two hundred and eighty two yards and one touchdown. Their leading rusher had six yards. What? Wait, they had, he had six yards. And it was Rashad White had what? three carries for six yards. Oh, my God. Fournette posted a negative three yards on three carries. They only rushed the ball six times the entire game because the Chiefs got out early and never looked back. That, wow. I mean, it, it was 28-17 at halftime, and then the Kansas City comes out and outscores them again in the third. At the end of the third quarter, it's 38-24. They're down 14 points. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, we got to do something here. And so they they were throwing the ball the entire second half. And so, you know, I look at this and I'm like, okay, Cole Beasley ended up retiring. Good, because he had one catch for five yards. Julio, one catch for seven yards. You know, I mean, Leonard Fournette had seven catches for 57 yards, and he was the third best receiver. He only had two fewer yards than Chris Godwin. So, you know, wow. you could sit there and you could say, well, they put 31 points on the board. But it, it, that game was never close. There was never a moment in that game where I was like, oh, God, the Chiefs have to respond here. Mm. I never felt that way at all in this game. And, and the, the, all the mistakes the Chiefs made against the Colts just looked like, they looked like they were focused on the Bucs. This definitely felt like a revenge game without the revenge game narrative. I mean, they talked a little bit about the, the Super Bowl meeting, but I just looked at the Bucs and I went, this is not a team that is going to contend and that upsets me because I have a parlay bit with them winning that division. And now I have questions as to whether or not they may win that division. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they're the only decent team in that division, and I'm not sure they're going to win it. Uh, they're 2-2 two two now. I'm not convinced they're going to win it. And, and Brady, I'm not going to get into his personal struggles, but no matter how professional you are, that's in the back of your mind. You know what I mean? You can't leave family troubles that severe on the sideline. It's, it, it's there. Yeah. It's always there. So, What about the ugly? What was ugly for you this week? Ugly for me this week is that the faint, like, I don't know if you saw this, but during the Rams, um, the Rams game, actually, mm-hmm. the Rams are actually pretty ugly right now, but that's not it. That's oh, not my pick. Yeah, the Rams, <laughs> don't, the Rams look like the Lions. <laughs> they really do. Um, so I don't know if you saw it. Like, I think in the first or second quarter, this dude with like a smoke kind of like grenade thing, you know, thing he's just holding and running. <laughs> Right? I he's, did not see this. He's running across the field, and it's it's like this pink smoke canister. So the camera like pans away, so you can't see it on TV, mm-hmm. but it's online. So this you see like if you watch the video online, the security guy is the security's running after him, and the guy's like running faster than the security dude. He runs towards the Rams sideline. Now these people that play football are very large humans generally. Yes, larger than the average person. Even the ones that we consider to be small and fast are way bigger than me. <laughs> so right, so what happened was two of the Rams come off the sideline. I'm not sure if they're on the sideline or on the field. I think they're on the sideline. They come off to try to stop the guy, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them just pretty much levels the dude. <laughs> and so the guy that the guy that was running across the field, he filed a police report against Bobby Wagner for assault. Like, dude, what okay. the f- what the fuck? <laughs> no, you were trespassing. You were trespassing. 
Read your ticket agreement. The moment you leave an area like, that's designated for fans, you are trespassing. Right? Do you do you remember a long time ago, this fa- like during I think it was during a dark match with with Triple H, like a I was just gonna bring that fan, up. Yep. Like, yeah, a fan came into the into like near the ring or into the ring, and Triple H like just fucking leveled he him, speared him, he speared him <laughs> like a real one. <laughs> like why would you do that? They were outside the ring. I don't remember at what point in the match they were, but they were outside the ring, and you you could you got a behind view from from Triple H, and you see him look to his left, and then all of a sudden just like jolt that way off camera. And when the camera rectified, he was on top of somebody. And he I think he literally was said that, <laughs> that guy's not supposed to be here. And there's no security. The nearest security was not in reach. He's like, I can stop this here and now. And he did. He speared the guy to the ground. And yeah, he, and, and as the kid struggled, he started like wrestling with him and saying, stay down. You can hear him. He's like, stay down, stay down. You know, like, why that's... did you do that? <laughs> Ugh. It's like the same people who like climb into like lion enclosures yeah, and like that's zoos. True. That's true. Why I want to go get a picture me? with the lion. Yeah, yeah. They're just big cats. Yeah, they're big cats that like. You know what cats like? Meat. And this thing is this thing. This thing. Yours tasty snack, son. You are edible. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My ugly is Mitch Trubisky. Dun 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 dun. You walked into one of the worst teams in all of football. <laughs> talent-wise on offense. You're replacing a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they've already... The, your name is on the locker in masking tape. <laughs> they didn't put they didn't put up one of those fancy plaques. There's one for Kenny Pickett. Next over, it's a big shiny one. They actually they screwed it in and everything because they're not planning on changing that for a while. Meanwhile, yours is, is literally written on a piece of masking tape over the top, and they even probably misspelled your name. <laughs> that is how short your window is here. And you went out there and laid such a goose egg that Tomlin said, all right, let's see what we have in the new kid. And the new kid almost won the game. Yeah, that's true. I mean, let's yeah. let's not forget that game, um, the game against the Bengals. Like, the Bengals lost that game themselves. Like, Mitch didn't do anything really to beat the Bengals. They lost with turnovers and missed field goals. So... So yeah, yeah it was opportunities. It was they gave <laughs> Pittsburgh too many opportunities. And that's that's the ugly for, dude. You have one job, and you can't sit there and go, "Well, it's the it's the people around me." When the other guy goes out there and is able to do it, so there's that. Yeah, so, that's that's my so ugly. That's, well, at least we finished off uh, finished off on the ugly, and uh, now it's time for America's favorite game with a slight switcheroo. Yeah, so this week I'm going to play because I'm old and tired. That's right. So I retain my undefeated streak for now. Yeah, you get a bye week. Actually, I get two bye weeks because whoever's here with me next week is going to play. So. Oh, that's uh-huh. right. We don't know. We don't know who is going to who that's going to be yet. No. No. All or, right. So another... let's see here. I got to um, pull up. The, I got to pull up the schedule here. All right. So we're going to skip. We're doing this on Thursday, so we're skipping the Colts Broncos game. Yeah, that's the only line I saw because I had to. Uh, Yep. So I had to bet on tonight's game. And I was shocked. That line was like a 47 when I looked at it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> it's the Colts and the Broncos. Take the under. <laughs> I seriously, for a moment there, because I got, I got the, I got an offer for any three leg single game parlay gets refunded for up to $10. Yep. And so I'm like, all right, so I can, I can shoot here. I can take a shot. Right. I'm like under total and under 20 points per team. And the moment I put that on a thing, DraftKings went, no, man, that's too easy a bet. We're not paying you for that. <laughs> under and 
to under under and under. Yep. Yeah. No, we're not doing under that. the Broncos in something. <laughs> yep. I had them uh, Broncos under twenty under twenty two total points. Colts under twenty two, and the game under whatever it was forty seven. And DraftKings was like, "We won't take that bet. We'll take two of those yeah. legs of those bet, but we won't take that now, bet." I was like, oh, "Okay." Now the under is forty two. <laughs> it hasn't started yet. Maybe what? Maybe that's what it was. Forty two. I still would take the under there, so that's fine. All right, so how many right. am I working with here? So this week there are, let me just double check. Do, 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 do. There is one game under 40, and there is one game over 50. So I have three strikes to identify them both. Yes. All right. Okay, so let's see. Let's start with the shitty one. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm looking. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a Craig here. We already said Colts Broncos is off. Giants Packers is probably over 40. Lions Patriots is a contender. Chargers Brown is definitely over 40. Texans Jaguars is a strong contender. Mm. Falcons Bucks is probably over 40. Steelers Bills is definitely over 40. The Bills will score 40 by themselves. Dolphins Jets without Tua. Bears Vikings. Titans Commanders is interesting. Seahawks Saints. Ooh. That's the big maybe. Niners, Panthers, no. Cowboys, Rams, no. Eagles, Cardinals, no. Bengals, Ravens, no. Raiders, Chiefs, no. All right, so for my under, I'm going to guess Seahawks, Saints. Let me just scroll here. Ah, that is incorrect. That is a 46 and a half. Really? Yeah, because of Geno Smith. Really? (laughs) I think that's easy. Really? Yep. I'm going to put some money that's, on the under and that game that's before what, I go on the boat. That's what Caesar Sportsbook says. All right, I'm going to switch gears because I want to preserve my extra strikes here just in case I'm wrong on this. I'm going to go with my over here. Yeah. yeah. And I think the over is going to be Raiders Chiefs. Uh, that is correct. That is a 51. Okay. That's, wow. I'm, I would definitely take the over there. Those guys, all they like to do is score touchdowns on each other. The Raiders hate the Chiefs and vice versa. I'd have to go look and see what the Raiders Chiefs last year was. But wasn't that wasn't that the game where right before Gruden got fired, where they did they they drove around the Chiefs Stadium for like twenty minutes? Yeah, because the yep, because they they pulled it out at the end. Yep, it was like the yep. first time they'd won in Kansas City in like eighteen years or something like that. They had yeah. won a, a gate Chief game and like and since like two thousand five or some obscene <laughs> number. All right, I'll look that up after. Okay, so I'm still I'm still shooting for the under though, but I've got two strikes. Okay, so definitely not them. Definitely not them. I'm going to go Titans Commanders. Okay, let's see here. Hold on. Sorry, I'm looking at a stupid thing, so I have to scroll. Stupid site, so I have to scroll a lot. Stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> Titans Commanders. That is incorrect. That is a 43. 43, okay. Maybe it was 2020 that that happened. I'm looking at Chiefs Raiders last year. They combined for 57 points one week and for 55 in the other. Yeah, I think that so was 2020 because I think Gruden got fired after in, for 2021. Yeah, there it is. October 11th, 2020, the Raiders win in Kansas City 40-32. to 32. That's 72 points. Take the over, everyone. Just take the and over. then a month later, a month later in week 11, Chiefs at Raiders 35-31 Chiefs. That's 66 points. Yep. Hold on. We're all right. We're gonna do this really quick. Going yeah. backwards. The last. Okay. The last time these two teams were under fifty points combined, and don't forget they play twice a year every year, was December first, twenty nineteen, 
the Chiefs won 40 to 9. That's a 49. <laughs> That's true. They almost got the over for this game. The earlier, what, what was it, 51? I'm absolutely betting the over. Absolutely. Um, 51 and Vegas is plus seven. I'll take, mm. uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm, mm. I might do that live. <laughs> I might do that live. I might parlay Chiefs, Chiefs giving seven and, and the over right now. There you go. I mean, seriously, I think it's, that's going to be an absolute shootout. I don't know what the prop line is on Mahomes touchdowns, but there's my, there's my, there's my single game parlay. I'll take the over. I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take however many to, to touchdowns uh, Mahomes probably has to throw. Okay. Anyway. All right. So I have one strike left and I have one game. I'm just going to take it because it's it's glaring at me. It's the most likely suspect. I'm going to go Texans-Jaguars. Uh, let's see here. Scroll, 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 scroll. Ah, that is incorrect. That is a 43 and a half. I'll take the under. I'll take the under easy. Okay, so what did I miss? What obvious game did I miss? So Vegas thinks... That because this team and their coach are so bad, they are not going to score. It is the Panthers versus the 49ers at 39 points. Yeah, but the 49ers can score. That I mean, I guess they could they could score like 20, 30 points on their own. That's true. I mean, they score 25 points, and that means all that the Jack all the Jags need is, is 14 points, and they're capable. I uh, never mind. I'm going to put my single game parlay in. You keep talking. I'm going to go ahead and put this bet in. I'll tell you live what the odds are going to be. All right. So while Brit's so doing I that. Suck. <laughs> so while Brit's doing that, I have some terrible news. Uh-oh. <sighs> the former Jaguars first-round pick, Blake Bortles, has officially retired. Oh, you've got to be kidding. Yes. No. The Bort is done with football. No way. I know. I'm sad about it. He's 30 years old. He was last seen with the Saints in 2021. I think he may have been on um, the Packers for a while as a backup. Oh, yes. There he goes. Rams, Broncos, Packers, and Saints. And he played three games for the, the Rams. Oh. Sad day. Sad day for everyone here. Do we have to retire the voice now too? Is that is that part uh, of this? No, I think that I think the voice has to live on. Has to live on forever. I think so. I think it's only right. <laughs> oh, okay. Sad. So I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble placing this bet because <laughs> they know. <laughs> because right now, like under popular, it's just game. I so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here we go. Uh, game props. Here we go. Oh, but it's all team based. There's no individual player props yet. Boo. All right. Well, we. I think the Chiefs are gonna. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is. I'm gonna have to wait on this. I'm gonna have to wait. Wait on this because it's all. It's all team props. There's no individual props yet. But just taking the Chiefs alternate spread at minus five and a half because they could win by just a touchdown. I'm just saying. Yeah. And the over <laughs> is already plus one ninety five. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's shocking to me. That they think that that the chief are gonna that, yeah that's just shocking to me. All right, so I'll have to I'll have to do that off the air like probably because it's a Monday night game. <laughs> it is the prop the prop numbers are probably not coming out till tomorrow or Saturday probably tomorrow. So I can't believe yeah. I bombed America's favorite game. I'm so bad, terrible. Speaking of bombs, let's open the metric. And here we are back at the metric. Uh, it's been so bad this year finding value, and this week is not going to be much better. I can just tell you right now. Um, so this being my segment, I'll, I'll lead out the segment here. 
As usual, there's a bunch of quarterbacks that could get to 3x. The metrics favorite this week is Joe Burrow. Baltimore's defense is so bad. So bad. And everyone Remember when knows they were it. good? <laughs> yeah. I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. So Joe Burrow is 6,700. But that means he needs to get to like 20.1 points to get value. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Joe Burrow is my pick. The metric also kind of likes the Kenny Pickett pick, but they're at Buffalo. Kenny Pickett's going to get a rude awakening this week about what it means to actually play an NFL defense. So I am not touching Kenny Pickett. I'm going to pay up just that little bit for Joe Burrow. If you really want somebody cheaper than Joe Burrow and it's not much cheaper, Derek Carr. I already said that game's going to be a shootout. He's 5,900, but I'll take I'll take Joe Burrow if I can afford him over Derek Carr. Who do you like this week? Uh, so this week, yeah, I do. I do like Burrow. He is playing though. He's playing a night game. So depending what you're doing, he may not be available. Oh, uh, that's right. Um, but yeah, my next go-to was going to be Carr. He's also a night game. Are they Monday night? I, are they? Yes, they are Monday night. Damn. Ooh, I might be actually get that game on the boat. Ooh, there you go. And then if you want, what are your, one of like my, no, not really sneaky, but one of my picks for like tournament play is going to be because we're playing the hot hand. Is going to be Geno Smith against the Saints. He's only fifty five hundred, so that's not bad. I mean, I'm looking at him. I'm also looking at Jimmy Garoppolo because he's fifty four hundred. And as you mentioned, Carolina doesn't seem to know that they sell a football team. But mm-hmm. I do kind of like Geno, right? I, if I got to choose between Geno and Jimmy G, I got to go Geno, right? Uh, I would right now, only because you know Geno's having a hell of a year for the first time in a very long time, so. Hmm. Daniel no, Jones is estimated at 16 points. We don't even know if Daniel Jones is going to play this week. Like the Giants still have not made a decision as of the time we started recording this. Probably made an announcement while we were recording. So are they them. the London game this week? They are. Mm. So there again, you're, you're if you're playing the main slate, these are all we're giving you names you can't use. You can't <laughs> use Burrow. You can't use Carr. You can't use. You can't use. You Daniel can use Geno Smith. <laughs> but you could use Geno Smith. Running backs. There's only one guy above the value line, according to the metric, and it's Derrick Henry. He's 8,200. I am going to openly disagree with my own system here. I am not touching Derrick Henry at 8,200. No, absolutely not. I So secondary options, Brees Hall's 5,400. Miami, it, eh, maybe. Nick Chubb is 8,000. I'm not touching Nick Chubb. Josh Jacobs is only 15 and a half. Again, night game, it's only 5,700 at 15 and a half points. I'm actually going to put some money. God help me for all of this. Please <laughs> forgive me, Jesus. Rashad Penny. Oh, uh, remember him? 5,300. <laughs> yes, 5,300. And New Orleans is woeful on defense. I'm really looking at him. I mean, it's only 2.6x in my system, but there's nobody. He's he's still the sixth best value on the board, according to the system. I just, I, I'm going to say with running back is trust your gut this week. If you think that somebody is in line for a big game, you think that Travis Etienne is going to finally do something, then use him. You think Raheem Mostert is going to keep going and, and churn it against the Jets, then use him. Because I just, there's not a lot of obvious plays here. Yeah, I, mean, I, I liked, I like Naheem Hines tonight. But yeah, by the time this, by the time this, this hits the air tomorrow morning, that, that game's already going to be in ink. It's going to be dried right. ink. So yeah. you can't use Naheem Hines. No, I do this week. I do this week of running back is hard for me. I may just like, yeah, I may wind up having just to pay up for people like, um, 
like Derrick Henry or well, I mean even right now my middle my middle of the row is like James Robinson against um Houston, Miles Sanders against Arizona, and if you want to go a little in the same price range because he's sixty hundred is Pierce against Jacksonville. Jacksonville and Houston's run defenses are not spectacular. <laughs> so What's I think the word on Hmm? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Finish. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think either one of them could, or both of them could have a pretty decent day at the same time. So, What's, what's the word on Dalvin Cook? Um, so he, he re-injured his dislocated shoulder that he had last year. Uh, he is playing in a, like a sling kind of thing, and he's on like a pitch count. At least he was last week. I don't know how he is this week. That's my system has him for 18 points, and I'm like, against Chicago, he should run all over I mean, Chicago. If, if they, you know, inject Sorry, him Sean. with enough uh, painkillers, he should be he should be fine. But you know, you never. See, Dalvin Cook never is a know. decent mid range at seventy three hundred, and you know, I'm also looking at Eckler. He's seventy eight hundred. I would buy either of them over Derrick Henry or Nick Chubb this week. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't have faith. Running back studs have not paid off in DFS this year. They just no, have not they done haven't. it. Not yet, anyway. Maybe one day, but not right now. So our right, wide receivers. This is, I'm just going to tell you right now, I am seriously considering scrapping my entire system because of the top name on the list. <laughs> the top name on the list is Sky Moore. Because he's 3,000. <laughs> 3,000. I'm going to double check that. That sounds way too off. You know what? Tell me about your picks, and then we'll come back to me on this. Uh, so my picks, um, God help me for saying this name, because me and him have very tumultuous... Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, fantasy relationship is Stefan Diggs against Pittsburgh, although he's 8,400, so you do have to pay up for him. Um, other people, Diggs has been so hit or miss. Yeah, he's becoming the new Julio Jones. Yeah. He really Not he, to the extreme, but yeah, one or two more bad games, and he's going to be Julio <laughs> 22. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, other people I like this week is actually I kind of like... You're going to pay a for him, and he's not really in our top list for value. But I do like CeeDee Lamb against the Rams because the Rams are the Rams are the new Lions. Like, I, they are they look horrible. Like, I know beginning of the season, the first, like, couple games, the Bengals didn't look e- good either, so you can say it's a whole Super Bowl hangover thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the last two weeks, the Bengals looked pretty normal again. But the Rams, I don't know what in the hell the Rams are doing. The Rams yeah. look terrible. Absolutely terrible. So, yeah. And then if you want a cheap pick, and I'm sorry for saying this name, and, you know, maybe it'll make Sean feel good. Darnell Mooney is only $5,000. I can't figure out freaking Darnell Mooney. Yeah. I, I don't think the Bears can figure out Darnell Mooney either. Nah, that's true. I don't think the Bears can figure out themselves, actually. Where, where on our list is, there he is. I don't oh, know. that guy. Oh, that's a Monday night. Who? Marquez Valdez Scantling is only forty four hundred. The law <laughs> office is only forty four hundred bucks. Ooh, that's good for a captain's. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Captain's lineup, I would use him over Sky Moore. Um how, almost how, how is DJ Moore still fifty two hundred dollars? Like why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly I don't know. I mean, I'm just looking at this, I'm saying, okay, where are the matchups that I really want to exploit? And those are the ones that are expensive. Or they're on teams that are ones I don't want to touch. Everyone's either overpriced or it's a matchup I don't want to touch. 
Mm. Like, I'm looking at Bob Woods. He's 5,200. That's great. Washington's secondary isn't the worst thing on earth. Uh, let me see. Who else Who else do I see major value? Nelson Aguilar. I don't know who Nelson Aguilar is anymore. You know who I'm caring a lot about is Romeo Dubs. But again, that's the morning game. You know who I'm really going to have a lot of shares of this week? Because he's mid-range, and if he goes off, he goes off. It's Mike Evans. The problem is, when is the last time Mike Evans put two good games together? In, he, he in a row? Be, I don't know. Yeah, consecutively. <laughs> You know, I mean, I just, I don't, I'm also kind of watching Hunter Renfro again, Monday night doesn't help most people. I'm just, I'm looking up and down this list and I'm like, I don't trust a lot of these people. I just don't. Like, would you, would you pay up for, um, Devonte Adams, but he's playing Kansas no. city. They're playing Kansas city. They're going to molest the shit out of him on Monday. The Chiefs have no problem in their secondary fouling people to make sure they don't have big plays. They've always done this. Um, under under their current scheme, I'm drawing a blank on the defensive coordinator. I can see Spagnola. Spagnola has no problem with giving up 15 yards if it saves him 30. That's just the way he that's the way he goes, and it's a younger crew. They are gonna pick. The Chiefs have some young cornerbacks that they're gonna absolutely pick on. But good luck trying to figure out which one is the matchups are gonna be. That's where it's gonna be. You know, Renfro is either gonna be a tremendous value at 5300, or he's gonna be a complete bust. And he's 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 practicing. But he's not guaranteed to play. I mean, I just mentioned Brees Hall in the in the last list. Brees Hall still has had two limited practices. If he doesn't fully practice on Friday, he's not going to play. So wide receiver and running back have been so hard this year. Last, last week, last week my, my system was like Alec Pierce because Indianapolis has to throw the ball somewhere, and he did nothing. And again, he's back on my list again. He's value number 11, and I'm like, no. I do say yeah. this, though. If you're going to use the Burrow, I love the Burrow-T Higgins combo this week. Yeah, T. Higgins is a machine. He just he and he's really only sixty five hundred. And if you're looking for a stack, that's the place to go. You know, it's it's like Chase is the giant big play guy, but T. Higgins is is kind of like the go to. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. So I got I got three names on my list for tight end. If you want the pie in the sky, it's going to be great or it's going to be nothing. I like Cameron Braid at thirty four hundred. If you want slightly more consistency but he needs to get a touchdown to be useful <laughs> i like tyler conklin at 3700 mm. but if you want the most likely value play it's probably tyler higby at 4300 rams are woeful but when they're woeful they dump off and that's the one thing stafford has learned how to do he's learned how to use higby a lot higby's higby's either going to have one catch for seven yards or he's going to have like six catches for 45 Either way, if he gets into the end zone, he's going to be automatic value. I'll probably be using a lot of Tyler Higby this week. What do you like at tight end? Yeah, I mean, Tyler Higby is really, it's it's like Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, everyone else on the Rams offense. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Tight ends this week, I feel like I never want to, but I feel like I'm going to have to pay up for people because, oh, man, like, so, for example, like, you know, Dalton Schultz is 3,400, but he's still having some knee issues. Maybe mm -hmm. he's 100%. I don't know. I can't trust Dawson, Dawson Knox this yet this season because I don't know what the hell the Bills are doing I don't know what him. the hell's going on there. I just don't Kyle, understand that Dawson Kyle Knox. Pitts? I don't know what Atlanta's doing with Kyle Pitts, who's supposed to be the best tight end in the league or last year in the, you know, in last year's draft. No idea. I cut, like, weirdly, the person I like this week is Robert Tanyan because he's playing the Giants and I still in London. He's playing he's that's true. He's playing in London 
but I still feel I still feel like Rodgers doesn't trust any of his receivers other than Lazard because they're all rookies. So I'm going to say a name right now. This is a deep sleeper pick that I I might end up using. Mm-hmm. I still like Cameron Bray at 3,400 better than this guy. But and I've been touting this for a while. You want to talk about hit or miss guys? Irv Smith is 3,200. And let, let, let me pull up his stats real quick. It's 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 like yeah. it's like playing roulette trying to figure out how <laughs> Irv Smith I, is going to do. I think you know, if I'm going to pay money for someone black. this week, it it might be Zach Ertz, but he's $4,800. That is a lot. Yeah. So all right, Irv Smith so far this year, get week one, no catches, no yards. Week two, five for sixty, uh, five for thirty-six, and a touchdown. Week three, two for sixteen. Week four, three first 23. They're targeting him, though. He had six targets against Detroit. He only caught two of them. He had eight targets against Philly. He only caught five. They are targeting him. I, I just, I don't know. His catch rate is fluctuating kind of wildly. His yards per catch is all over the goddamn place. I mean, I, yeah. he's probably good for three for 32 and a, and maybe a touchdown, so if he's three for thirty-two, that's six point two points by itself. And then if he gets in the end zone, that's another six. That's twelve. Twelve points at thirty at thirty-two hundred, that's value. Uh, if he gets if he gets over a touchdown, he gets more than three but he also may catch nothing or he may catch one for seven. It's a crapshoot, but I I like the odds against Chicago. The question is how much is Minnesota gonna have to throw? Dalvin Cook goes out of the game and Kirk Cousins is gonna have is gonna be, you know, tossing the food he's gonna be like the guy giving out freebies in the food court. <laughs> you know, he's got to be all over the place just dishing it out. But if Dalvin Cook establishes Minnesota goes up like 21 to three, they're just going to ride the running backs. They're not going to try and they're not going to keep Justin Fields off of the field. So I don't know, take it for what it's worth. Defenses, just just buy one. I don't care. <laughs> it's just don't don't buy somebody against a high powered offense. The metric is like, what about Dallas? No, the Rams are still capable of putting up 30 points if they feel like it. The Colts play tonight. Carolina is at home against San Francisco. That's probably a safe bet at 2,600. I wouldn't touch Vegas. I w- maybe actually, my my best pick is probably San Fran itself at 3,800. But I don't want to pay 3,800 for a, a a defense. So the Titans defense at at 3,000 is probably an option. But honestly, I'd probably, I'm probably going to ride a lot of the Panthers at 2,600. What do you like at defense this week? Uh so this week I kind of. <laughs> You know what? I I know you were you you just said you were against them, but after watching the last Rams game, the Cowboys may not be a bad pick for their price at twenty five hundred. Um, if you're gonna pay up a little bit, I kind of like the Jaguars, because uh, they're playing Houston. Houston has a run game, but uh, that's pretty much all they have. And mm-hmm. I'm not really, you know, Sean told me to, you know, the Bears defense was good, but I dropped them. Um, so That's probably, probably smart. <laughs> not going to touch the Bears defense. Uh, but that's those are the two I'm really looking at this week. Maybe, so you, maybe the Lions because because the Patriots don't have a quarterback right now. So maybe at twenty eight hundred. Where's Detroit on our list? Twenty eight hundred. That's not a bad price. I could I could see them limiting. They could that could be a very one sided game offensively. So you think you think Dallas can keep the score down against the Rams? After that game last week, I think they can. That's really what I'm concerned about. Is I'm going to turn that game on and it's going to be 35 to three, and it's going to be 35, and they cut to the Cowboys sideline 
and all the defensive linemen look like they're questioning their life choices. <laughs> you know, I, 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 that's what I worry about. But I guess you could say you could worry about that any game, right? I mean, yeah, the Steelers, the Steelers get a hot start, and all of a sudden it's twenty-one to three, and all of a sudden we're looking at the Buffalo sideline. You could, you could say that about any game, but I don't know. Detroit at New England, it's, 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 it's pretty attractive right now at twenty-eight hundred. Hmm, maybe I have to think about it. But you know what you don't need to think about? What's that? I'm, I'm skipping. I'm skipping final thoughts, and I went straight to the close. And it's sure. not even my show to run. No, <laughs> there you go. no, it's not. You, you did this it. This is why I'm it's not in charge. This, you did it. This you is. Did, we already did it. We went there. So let's go with it. We, we can't. We can't. <laughs> we can't skip final thoughts. And it's not even my place to throw at the final thoughts. That's how out of it I am. I need to sleep. I slept 10 hours last night. My brain is just fried, folks. Between trying to figure out what's wrong with the metric and why the metric insists on using Sky more every goddamn week. When he's only posted positive points once. He caught like two balls last week, and all of a sudden, he's the top value play. <laughs> Hold on. I'm pulling up his numbers. Craig, what's your final thought? My final thought is, again, you know, because the source, this happened to the source last week or the week before. He he changed he changed a bet or his lineup he did, and it, it went mm-hmm. south. You know what? Just and I, and I still do this myself sometimes, and I'm trying to get better, but just go with your gut. If you make a lineup or you've make a bet and you at the time that you do it, you are sure of it, don't unless someone you find out someone's injured, like don't go back and change it. Like don't make a new make a new bet or make a new lineup, but don't go back and change what you did because more often than not you will regret it. Stick with your gut. Stick with your gut when you and uh don't and that's something I said like two weeks ago. Like I was laying in bed on a Sunday morning and they were saying, Oh, this guy's gonna be great. And I was like, Oh, and I went and I changed my lineups and I won nothing that week. Mm-hmm. So I totally hear that. Before I get to my final thoughts, just so you know, Sky Moore, one catch week one for 30 yards, nothing in week two, nothing in week three. Last week he has two catches on four targets for 31 yards, and all of a sudden he's the value pick of the universe. And you're talking to a guy who was huge on Sky Moore. I yeah. had him everywhere. I had him everywhere. I've dropped him in all but one <laughs> league, and you know why? It's dynasty. There's still hope there. I am not. I'm not. I, I I may have been wrong on a Sky Moore thing. For me, it is this year. I have never seen. This is what our sixth year of doing this. So this yeah. is my eighth year of doing DFS. I have never seen variance across the stud positions like I've seen to start off this year. It yeah. will even out. Health permitting. I am confident of that. Do not buy in to the flashy picks. Everyone's going to be on Sky Moore this week because there's a lot of guys out there, a lot of guys out there screaming that Sky Moore is the pick. I do believe that there's going to be a lot of action on Sky Moore. So fade him. Go with the guys that got you there. You know, I hear that all the time when you listen to the sports radio. Well, should I start Sky Moore or Devontae Adams? You drafted Devontae Adams in, like, round two for a reason, guys. Yeah. You picked up Sky Moore in, like, round 16 for a reason. Yep. Unless you know something that everybody else doesn't, go with yeah. what got you there. So, you know what else you should go with? You should go with leaving us a review. Let's see if I can actually do this segment properly tonight. <laughs> you should go with leaving us a review. Whatever podcast directory you found us on, there's a, probably a place where you can go there and give us a rating. We'd appreciate it. Don't rate this particular episode because I'm half asleep. And I know that. And Craig has done a great job carrying the episode. Well, maybe 
you do want to write this episode, you want more Craig running episodes, give this an episode a five star. And you can title it, That Brit Guy Sucks. I'm fine with that. Also, you can reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. You want to tell me I suck to my face? At FignutsDFS on Twitter. You want to email me? Hey, Brit, you suck. You can reach out to us. We're FignutsDFS at gmail.com. You want to tell all your friends on Facebook how much you love or hate our show? Great! Go to the Football Fignuts podcast page on Facebook and leave us a message. No matter how you choose to reach out to us, no matter what your feedback is, you can't be any worse than that guy who once left us a review that just said, you. Yeah, remember that? That's still up there. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's still there. (laughs) You want to go to our podcast page, go ahead and take a look. There is one guy who's like, you. That's that's great, dude. I would love to know what you've disliked about the podcast so that I could actually fix it. But Be creative give me, with your criticism. You didn't give me any details. So, you know, and we do read our reviews, guys. We do go to our review page and we do read them. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at our most we have we have the uh we have the update from our friend Dr. Skinny who who wrote us wrote to us after we gave him some some valuable draft advice. Have not heard back from him yet on how that advice worked out though. He did he did send me his draft board to let us know how it turned out in the draft, but I would love to know how you're doing. So Skinny, yeah, if you're let listening us know. to us, drop us a quick line again and just let us know how your 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 uh your team is going. And if you don't want to talk about it, you can just put the word you into an email and we'll <laughs> we'll know that we need to leave it alone. So Craig, I'm gonna go take a nap and then I'm gonna go get on a boat. I just I I nice. my anxiety, my anxiety in the back of my head is telling me that the reason I'm so exhausted has nothing to do with work and has to do with me having COVID. My anxiety is whispering in my ear that you have COVID. And I I don't think I have COVID, but it will not stop in my ear. You ever have one of those thoughts that just nags at you? Yo, like yeah. My family, my family's Irish Catholic. All, nagging is like my birth, <laughs> is my cultural birthright. <laughs> nagging and guilt. <laughs> nagging and guilt is that like, I, I yeah. My what? I still I still apologize for shit that happened in like 1985 <laughs> at this point, and I'm not even joking. It's it's funny with me like that, and Craig, and Craig will back me up on this. I know we're way over time, but I'm off next week, so I don't fucking care. Um, Craig will back me up. There's there's times where I just put my foot on the ground, and this is the Irish stubbornness, and I'm like, I don't care what people think. I'm sticking to my guns. And then there's times where I'm like, that burrito I ate in 1996, <laughs> man, that 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 really that oh, that was such a bad idea. I'm I'm weird like that, and I'm just I've got it in my head right now. And so I'm I'm actually unpacking a testing kit right now because I'm gonna just make <laughs> there sure. You go. There you go. What, what do I what do I do if this comes back positive? Um, put a mask on. I can't go on the boat with a positive test. That's against the rules. But they're not gonna. I'm test. pretty sure. Are they testing you? No. Do you... No. Oh. They 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 dropped all testing requirements. So the only the only person who will know is me and my Irish Catholic kilt. <laughs> the only people who would have to have to know the actual <laughs> outcome of this test is me and my guilt. But I said to myself I was going to wait till tomorrow morning, but I just I feel like I need this to have a good night's sleep. If I get this out of the way, and once I'm convinced I don't have COVID, I will I will be fine. Oh, so Well, that's good. That's that's you the idea. More than so. likely don't have COVID. Listen, there's been nobody who's dodged this thing better than me. I have I have yeah, just been so fortunate. Just you and you and Laura, really. That's it. And I'm I'm not saying I haven't had COVID. I've never tested positive. Right. I'm right. I'm not that I am not that bold and that aggressive to say is, I've never had it. That is strange though, because Christy had it and you didn't get it, and I had it and Laura didn't get it. And that's what I mean. I mean, there's a <laughs> likelihood that my, my I got it and my body was like, "Nah, dude, nah." 
<laughs> no, you're, you're not. A, whatever guards my nose was like, you're not on the list. I can't let you in. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just what you I were, think. Is, you were is here happened. two months ago. You're not coming back in. <laughs> yeah, no. Hi, right, let me check the list again. COVID, COVID. You're still not on the list, man. I don't know who you're talking to, but you got to figure this out. So, all right. Let, we're way over time. Craig will be back next week with a special with someone. guest. Don't know who. To to be determined. It's not even something to be announced. It's to be determined. We'll figure it out. Well, he'll figure it out. I'll be on a boat. Until I see you guys in about two weeks. Thank you for listening. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And hi, Deb from the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. <sighs>